I'm Meg. I'm Drea. I'm Tina. And I'm Jess. And this is Pardon My Stash. Welcome to Pardon My Stash, a podcast about knitting, the fiber arts, and how awesome it is. Before we dive into this week's topics, let's talk about what we are working on for this week, Drea. I am currently working on another uh, cappuccino and brioche hat by Knitting for Breakfast. And you knit the first one for Frank, For correct? Frank. And now I am making one for Frank's friend, Keith. Hi, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Keith knows you're making it, right? He does. Oh, okay. So it's not a surprise. <laughs> no, it's not a surprise. And it is Lion Brand Yarn, and I am making it in Lion's colors, because he's a Lion's fan. <laughs> It's a very pretty hat, Keith. You should be excited. Yeah. I would be excited, too, if I was like I would, too. (laughs) Frank told me to make it huge because he has a big ass head. (laughs) Frank's exact words. That's his exact words. God, I love friendships. (laughs) Sorry, Keith. His words, not mine. (laughs) Tina? I am making the Stormy Sky Shawl by Life is Cozy, and I am making it in wool circles, white-faced woodland, four-ply, light-fingering yarn, undyed, and it is coming out very lovely. I'm really excited about it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really impressed. It has excellent stitch definition. It really does. It has, and it has a nice little halo to it, and it's just, it has really good memory, so it's like holding the stitches really well, like you said, with the stitch stitch definition. Yeah. So... No, it looks really... I can't wait to see it blocked. Yeah. I'm excited to see this block, too. So, um, I'm about, like, a quarter of the way through, so I'm gonna keep plugging along. Jess? Um, I am still plugging along at the border of the Celtic Myths shawl by Aceta Krebs. Oh, yeah, that. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that thing, that thing. I am about 13 edge repeats away from finishing. Hey. Woohoo! If you so. bet me money that Jess was going to finish that first. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. You know what? As soon as she got to the border, she was fine. It was. It was yeah. just the stock in it, and it she had a lot of like dedication to finishing like a repeat of the pattern I, per day I until the stockinette was done. Had a schedule. <laughs> that's that's how I did it. Never, I was, never like, was applause more necessary. <laughs> I need to finish this much by this time. I mean, I'm not going to finish on time this border at all, but. I am also not going to finish on time. I'm trying to do at least Um, one full pattern repeat a day. Tina, we're not going to (laughs) finish. Right? 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 High five. High five. We're not going to finish. Just admit it. No, no. I was like, should we extend the deadline? No. (laughs) None of us. You can can extend the deadline. I I decided the other day I am not going to finish. I love that yarn way too much. I am too frustrated. I... I'm not happy with the project. I am. I already picked out what I'm going to do with it. <laughs> I'm like, rip it out, start over. But here's the Life's thing, and, and this is why this is a great learning thing, because it's like, guys, even if you're doing a knit-along, you are not held to do something that you realize, I'm not having fun with this. This is supposed to be fun. There's actually it's a contract like... that you said. <laughs> Uh, that we're now going to fail? I find <laughs> We're going to fail so, yes. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh-oh, what happens? Uh, One day know. in the pit of fire. <laughs> wow. Wow, that got serious I guess we gotta, we gotta jump in. Got real. <laughs> got real, real fast. Oh, God. But no, yeah, it's... Uh, it's at, okay. It's all good. Yeah, it's definitely okay. 
It's all for fun. Well, that's the thing is it should be fun. If it's not fun, then you shouldn't be doing it. And what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. What about you, Meg? So I, um, today for the five, five brewery challenge, I can, st- I can talk. Um, it was uh, oldest whip. And I, it, mine was a baby blanket that I started knitting for our nephew uh, when we found out that um, our sister-in-law was pregnant in spring of 2018. Our nephew is now three. Excellent. The blanket was full of mistakes. Um, and it was done in Madeline Tosh Twist Light, which is a really beautiful yarn. Um, and so I said, I, I cannot let this yarn just languish in the stash. So I started a from summer to fall shawl um, for, I think it's going to be for one of my coworkers who's retiring this year. I wanted to make her a gift before she leaves. Um, And she has mentioned a couple of times that she really likes it. So um, I don't know if I'm going to finish it before um, June, but the good thing is she lives in the same town that we live in and I know where she lives. So (laughs) it will be easy enough to get it to her if I don't make the deadline. So very nice. Be sure to check out our website, pardonmystash.com, for more information, as well as pictures regarding our current projects, patterns, and yarns. And now, Knitting, Socializing, and Community with Meg. So for my segment this week, I want to talk about the incomparable Gigi Made It, if you are not familiar with her. Ah, yes, the orange lady. The <laughs> iconic orange lady, as it says in her in her bio. Um, Gigi is Gay Glaspie, um, also goes by the iconic orange lady. Uh, she is a knitter of color who wears and makes knitted objects with only orange yarn. That is what she is known for. I love her stuff. Oh, my God. And the the vibrancy. She makes me like orange. <laughs> I am not usually an orange yeah, fan, but I agree. I yeah. Like, the stuff that she makes and wears is um, absolutely beautiful. And the fact that she wears such an array of different orange tones, mm-hmm. um, it's, really, it's really beautiful. I love the commitment to the color. Yeah, so I was I don't really... I think that I could do that. It was... Uh, I don't know. Commit you to might be able color. to... Green, maybe. You 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 wear a lot lot of green. You do, yeah. (laughs) Um, So I was actually when I was um, you know scrolling through her page, she did a um, like a live video um, explaining why she wears orange. She said that's her number one most asked question is why the orange, and she explained that when she was growing up in the seventies as a young woman of color, most women of color were encouraged to wear dark colors to not stand out, to kind of try to um, blend in. And so she was discouraged from wearing bright colors. And then one day she just decided she wasn't going to do that anymore. She was going to wear orange. She was going to embrace it. And good for her. Never went back. So that is why the orange. Like many people, I think she learned how to knit during a time of personal loss and um, really does promote the idea of knitting during times of difficulty or struggle. And I think a lot of us can relate to that, you yeah, know, turning absolutely. to the knit yeah. when you're not sure where you're going or what you're doing. Somebody called her an influencer this past year. She says she prefers to be called a knitfluencer. That's <laughs> she, that. she says that like influencer implies, you know, being given things or being paid to promote certain items. And she doesn't do that. But she does like the idea of influencing people who knit 
into, you know, trying new things or being more vibrant. And I like that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, no. um, and How she's wholesome. trying to, you know, through the way she she interacts with people, she is, whether she's doing this on purpose or not, she's definitely changing, um, helping change the perception of knitting as being an exclusively white craft. And I think that that's something that the knitting community has really struggled with. Yeah. in the last few decades is mm-hmm. um, with excluding people of color and having it, you know, pretty much that the face of knitting be exclusively white. But she's a very big personality. She's actually had two, um, inspired two exclusive colorways uh, by Madeline Tosh. Oh. They're called Gigi Loves Orange and Gigi Loves Speckles. Ooh. And you can buy them through Madeline Tosh. They're really pretty. Um, and she likes to use her influence for good. She recently raised $18,000 doing a knit for food marathon. Oh. I know. Isn't that crazy? That's pretty awesome. Yeah. It, it's a lot, lot of money. That's so awesome. it knit for food, you, you get sponsors for how long you knit straight. Um, and she raised 18000 Wow. That's um, her. She has a very vibrant and interactive community on Facebook. Um, where she does talk with her, um, with the people that follow her. Um, You see a lot of bloggers, they only communicate in the comments or maybe on Instagram per se, Um, Mm -hmm. but she's very interactive on her Facebook page. Um, She does what's called 10 Question Saturdays, where she will post random questions, either they're from the readers or questions she came up with and encourage people to answer them. Um, It's very cool. Does she answer them (laughs) or is it like Mm -hmm. everybody answers them? I think it's a little both. A little both. That's cool. It looks like a little both. But again, very vibrant personality. The orange definitely fits. Yeah, I think Um, so. And I think it's, it's great, you know, movement in the community of inspiring people to, to interact with each other in the knitting sphere. Um, Again, a lot of bloggers, they put stuff out and you can kind of take it or leave it. You don't usually see as many bloggers that are this interactive and, and talking with the people that are following them. And I think that's a really great way to kind of build up the, the whole knitting blogosphere, really. Yeah, and she's pretty active on Instagram. Too. Very active on yeah. Instagram. So you can follow her blog at ggmadeit.com or you can follow her on Instagram at ggmadeit. I, I just started following her a few months ago and I think she's just brilliant. She's pretty cool. She is very cool. And I like the stuff that she chooses to make. It's not like um, overtly complex, but it's interesting. Like everything that she has is... Um, really pretty and it goes well with the orange yeah Mm. so i really i really like like everything she picks is like makes that color pop yeah she has a lot of style yeah (laughs) a lot of style a lot more than me (laughs) i mean (laughs) i i I would never put myself as the basis of style by which others should be judged (laughs) part of mustache does not have style (laughs) we we do it's just unique it's it's unique to us it's something it's something (laughs) unique to us (laughs) oh boy Our main topic tonight is yarn-related events. This is where we're going to talk about your fiber festivals, your yarn conferences, meetups, yarn crawls, etc. Obviously, we're going to be kind of skewing more towards the East Coast, more New England, Mid-Atlantic States area. We will be talking about some other areas, Um, but those are the ones that we're most familiar with and the ones that we've actually been to. 
So obviously, you know, you look on your calendars, look online for fiber related activities near to you. Um, A good spot to start is looking for your state's sheep and wool festival. Most Mm -hmm. of them have them at some point during the year. Mm -hmm. And the good thing is they're not all in one season. They kind of run the whole the whole year long. Fun fact, Rhinebeck is New York's Sheep and Wool Festival. Yeah. Which is like mind-blowing because it is so much bigger than most of the yeah, others. Y- yeah, we were talking about that. It is just that. so much bigger. We were, we were thinking like, oh yeah, it's like a regional thing. No, no, it's, no, yeah. it's New York. That's New York. It's definitely yeah. not. So we, we actually have, um, Connecticut is in about two months. The Connecticut Sheep and Wool is the last weekend in April every single year. Um, as Fiber Fesco, it's generally pretty small. But that that's moved, right? It that's, has that's moved. moved to, it has um, moved. New Haven, right? So it may be it may have gotten a little bit bigger than it has been in years past. We have not been since 2019. 19. I think was the last year that we went. Roughly speaking, though, like the the besides Rhinebeck, I know Rhinebeck's it's like a, its own thing, but yeah. like the state uh, sheep and wool festivals, at least from my experience, is is not crazy huge. No. It's yeah. not Maryland is pretty big. Yeah, the Maryland yeah. one is large. Yeah, the North Carolina one was not huge. It was a single like a if you were going to the Big E, you know, it'd be like a single building. Me too. Yeah, it's not it's not that big. Uh, Carolina Fiber Fest, and it's it's uh, it, but it's it's very nice they have a good selection of vendors there well i guess it Um, should be quality over quantity right yeah yeah Yeah. and they and they have a lot of different vendors that i'm used to seeing um so they they'll have like sometimes they'll have like um jewelry and like kind of like not just shawl pins like actually like different kinds of jewelry and stuff like Mm -hmm. that um, so it's a little bit more of a craft show, not just yeah, a, a it's fiber like, fest. Yeah, it's they call it a fiber fest, but it's really like it's more of like a craft show. Um, a lot of them have food, yeah, food products yes. like maple yeah. syrup yeah. or, mm-hmm. um, and lots Honey. of them have soap. Oh, the soap! Yeah, the yeah. soaps are good. Spices. <laughs> yeah, oh, and the spices. Yeah, yes. so it's it's definitely not so knitters with friends who are not knitters. Or significant others who are not knitters, (laughs) and you want them to come with you. Um, You know there are other things. I mean, Frank, Frank came last Rhinebeck with Drea. Had a really good time. Frank is emphatically not a knitter. No, Um, (laughs) he likes knits. He likes knits. He is a knit enjoyer. Yes, (laughs) yes. He enjoys um, receiving knits and wearing them. (laughs) And wearing them. He just no interest in making making them. No, currently, currently could change. I don't know he said he he would learn mm. we, we haven't quite gotten there that's okay we're that's not fair. at that stage in our relationship <laughs> it's okay we we're we're probably pat and i probably should be at that stage and we are definitely not <laughs> that is not interested <laughs> but i feel like pat pat it could be somebody that would enjoy something like that where there's like all the food vendors and the spices and the right. soaps and like there's, animals. there's different animals of course the animals oh, i gotta see the sheep <laughs> there's a lot more to look at than just well they, they got the tool thing like and most of the time you'll go and you Someone will have like a carding machine, which are always kind of cool to look yeah, at. I feel yeah. like if you've got anyone that's into like kind of machinery type stuff, that those are interesting. We also had a specific question from one of our patrons uh, about the NYC yarn crawl. That was, and she wanted to know if we had ever been. We have not. And if and if we ever planned to. Um, I mean, I didn't know it was a thing, but 
it's something that I would consider doing. Yeah, I mean, it, New York City is that's not far from us. Yeah, no, it's about two trip. hours. Yeah. yeah, it's not too bad. Um, but yarn crawls in general. So when there's a yarn crawl up here, I think it's the I ninety one yarn crawl, mm-hmm. and that one is a long yarn crawl. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. that's Connecticut, Massachusetts. Yeah. I want to say Vermont. it goes into Vermont. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it goes into it's, Vermont. It's a it's haul. A couple of states. It's not yeah. like, but it, it's also state. not like a day. Or yeah, even right. a week. I want to say it's like it's, a month. Yeah, it's yeah. a long time. Yeah. So you, you, it is possible to hit all of the stores. Um, I think that current ages of children being what they are, the chances of us doing a long extended yarn crawl anytime soon are probably slim. <laughs> but maybe when they're a little bit older. <laughs> and they can fend for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or or the grandparents don't give you that face of oh my god, I'm so glad I'm so glad that you're here to pick them up when you come to get them. But NYC sounds fun because it really does. Wonder I'm wondering I unfortunately don't know much about it, but I wonder if um, it is simply relegated to the city. So you would just kind of like hop on subways and like go around. around. Yeah, that would yeah. be kind of fun. And I'd be down um, for that. I like walking around New York City. But if we had to go like all over New York State, I'd no. be like, no, no, I can't, no. I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bit much. Yeah. <laughs> we have the state fiber festivals. We have the yarn crawls. We also have regional fiber festivals, where which you might see in areas that either don't have um, a state fiber festival or you've got the states closer together like we have in new england mm-hmm. where we have new england fiber fest yeah down south they have a southeastern mm-hmm. fiber fest which is the in big one south carolina yeah i'm pretty sure it's in south carolina um and that that one's that one's like the rhinebeck down there that that's the size that's the big very big that's the big one um so, uh, but they, it's, I, I would say it's a very similar feel with a, some Southern charm. <laughs> some southern charm. <laughs> and don't forget that there's also uh, your local yarn shops. They, they do events all the time. Oh yeah. I like local yarn store day, which this year is April 30th, by the way. And we did that last year. We yes, did we local did. yarn store day. Mm-hmm. Yes. Drea won a raffle. I won a raffle. <laughs> I did though. I did. It, it wasn't. It wasn't winning a raffle like we say when we spend too much money. <laughs> yeah. No, it was actually. You it was actually, actually a did win a raffle. What did you? Did what did you win? I. It was won that blue some, and yellow, right? Yeah, that was dirty dye works. Dirty water dye works. Dirty mm, water yes. dye works, and I got something else. I can't remember what the second one was. It was. It was a pack. It was a pack of mini, of mini skeins. skeins. Wasn't it 100 Ravens? No, no, no. no. no it wasn't. It was di- definitely Dirty Dye Works, but yeah. uh, a Dirty Water Dye Works. But, um, I can't remember what the second one was. I thought it was a pack of mini skeins, and then you got like a large skein and a small skein. Oh, maybe it was just all Dirty Water Dye Works. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. You had a pack of like like twelve mini skeins, and then like or six six or twelve mini skeins, and then we just the... look this up on the gram. <laughs> we were literally on our way out the door, and she's of like the yarn store, and it was the stars the, hollow, the, uh, and the owner was running after us. She's like, "Wait, Drea, <laughs> you won!" <laughs> oh no, it's all dirty water dye work. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, and that was super pretty. One, one was a gradient uh, blue. 
oh, mini skein. Right, and right, then the right. other one was like number two pencil yellow. Yeah. <laughs> it's good though. Yeah. But nice. a lot of yarn stores, uh, they, they pitch in for that. Mm-hmm. They run things like raffles or I know Lunch. that yeah, some of them were, were doing like if you if you hit a certain number of stores, you got a prize. Yeah, you got like stamps and stuff. Yeah. Your... A, a lot of uh yarn shops will also run workshops. Yes. Various ones. Various ones. But we don't participate. (laughs) We don't go to those, but I know that they have them. I have to say, I have to say, Knit and Pearl does have a ton of workshops. She really does. She does tend to host them quite often. Well, so does Stars Hollow. Yeah, Mm. Um, yeah. Like Um, they'll do, they'll run like a sweater one. Yeah, like a knit along, right. pretty much. Yeah, and, you, and just, you you do like a certain number of weeks. Yeah, yeah. And you do each each week you do a little bit of the of the product that you're working on. Um, but I do, you know, and and also also if you're looking for meetups, and you don't necessarily have time to go to these large events, the local yarn stores will also ha- usually host like one day a week, like a sit and stitch. Mm-hmm. They Knit and Pearls does it. Yeah, um, I think it's Tuesdays for them. I think so. And um, you know, and if you're, and if that's something, you know, if you want to have like a low key event, that's that's one thing. No, it's, it's kind of funny because most local yarn stores you go into, you will look and see. Oh, there, there are the tables for when yeah. the people come in and <laughs> yeah, like there's exactly. tables and comfy <laughs> chairs. Yeah. <laughs> And usually somebody is already sitting at the table. <laughs> Stars and Hollow, you won't see that because they actually have a, a next door building yes. that they do that in. Yeah, exactly. They have a cute. second building. Yeah. <laughs> where their, where their uh, stock is. Yeah. But that's also their name. I room. don't know which yarn store this is, so I'm not going to guess because I don't want to like throw something out there that isn't true. Um, I do know a yarn store does this. Um, they actually will do a plan your event at our yarn store. It's like, Knit and Pearl. Is it Knit and Pearl? It's okay, and Pearl. I wasn't sure. And I didn't want to be like, okay, it's this yarn store. And then I was bombarded. I'm besieged with phone calls. Like, I want to throw a party at your store. And the first time I saw that, I was like, huh. And then I was like, that sounds awesome. But like, wait, who wouldn't want so to be is there? It, is we, this like roller rink, but for like yes. yarn? Yeah. 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 Like pretty much is. birthday party? No, it's like yeah. you can have a birthday party there and they'll like run a workshop that you want to run and they'll host like an event there for... I've been thinking... I Why actually, have we not okay, done wait, that? My birthday's coming up in like a week or so and I kind of want to do that. <laughs> I mean, maybe we should. It would be fun. It would be fun. I would do that. If we did like I I would love to do like a a, a workshop on like color work or something like that yeah. or something like you know something interesting and just like I don't know I didn't want to like bombard her with like teach me steaking now <laughs> right now oh, right now geez. first of all you're not even doing steaking like know, you, you're not. not you don't even have a project and that my birthday it. this year I would like anxiety <laughs> like sign me up. But yeah, no, Knit and Pearls does that. Okay, that's I, it. it's I in their newsletter remember. every and every that's week where or I so. Read it, yeah, and I could not remember which one it was. They're like, host your event here, and I'm like, that's so cute. That is really cool, <laughs> and I'm sure they're not the only one that does that. Uh, you know, I'm I'm sure that other stores um, also. Yeah, I rent have, out. They're their, the only ones places. that I know of that advertise it. Right. Yeah. So it's it's definitely a cool idea. It, it really is. It's like it a. Is. <laughs> Just, I just have this visual of like a bunch of knitters and crocheters just coming up and be like, I'm here for the birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> we 
interpret this way. I mean, it sounds pretty We got pretty party hats. hats. We got party hats. We got crocheted party hats. Oh, my God. Little, little, ta- palms, little, on little, little palms on top. I'll yeah. pick up ca- cupcakes from Cake Gypsy down the road. Yes. <laughs> okay. Admit oh this might God. need to be a thing. <laughs> I mean, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, we all are. <laughs> Um, for those of you that are really into history, um, you know, like me, there's if you can go to um, Old Sturbridge Village in Sturbridge, Massachusetts, right over the border um, of the, the Connecticut, Massachusetts border. Um, if every spring they do wool days. So good. Um, what, what what goes on with those? So wool days is done during the traditional shearing season um, where they would shear the sheep um, and they show you the different um, ways historically that wool would be processed they take you through the whole process of shearing the sheep washing the fleece um cleaning all of the vegetable matter out of it um and then getting to spinning or weaving and dyeing the whole process um and they always at at the Sturbridge gift shop. I don't know anymore though because they have changed. They've closed the gift shop temporarily since I've been there last time. But they used to always have their own personal line of hand dyed, um, hand spun, hand dyed yarns mm-hmm. at Sturbridge mm-hmm. um, that they did with yeah. natural dyes. They they had it last time we went. Did they? they it was in that gift shop. That right. We went. It was like up against the wall. They had a bunch of like uh, like the, just the fiber. Yeah. yeah. That you could buy. It was nice. Yeah. It is. It's really. It's a little bit like. It's not going to be your Malabrigo. It's like oh, yeah, sturdy. No, it's it's it very sturdy yarn, but it is really cool because it's all done with, you know, your natural dye, like How they acorns, marigold, um, you know, all of the stuff that you could pick or find and, outside. And it's 100% handmade. It is 100% handmade. So it is, it's really neat. Jess and I went there once. Remember I got that picture of that sheep? He looked very disgruntled. Oh, yeah, <laughs> No, he's sheep. literally sitting there on the ground while they're shearing him, and he was looking dead at my camera. And um, Dwana, when I posted the picture, she posted a GIF of um, Jerry Seinfeld when he's being pat down, going, "Ladies and gentlemen, I implore you." And that's exactly <laughs> what that sheep's face looked like. He just looked at me with so much like despair. Oh, that's so funny <laughs> from being sheared. Um, but it is really interesting. And, and as you walk around the um, museum, the Living History Museum you can just see the various ways that wool was handled. You can actually touch um, the fiber. You can look at the different dyes uh, in their different stages, you know, first in the the whole vegetable matter and then broken down into the actual dye. So it is a really cool exhibit that they do yearly. If that is something that you're into, the history of, of spinning or creating yarn, um, which I'm a dork, so I totally am. (laughs) that's fair that's totally fair super interesting and that's it for this week's topics for additional content and opportunities to connect with the cast check out our patreon or our website at pardonmystash.com be sure to tune in next week for more fun friends and fiber at pardonmystash